Hi, welcome to Three Dog. You're listening to a flow class taped live in our studio. When you're ready, grab a mat and let's get started. Uh, we're going to start lying down any comfortable reclined position. So if you want some props for it, cool, and prefer Shavasana or Subtabhadakanasana, everything is legal. Take a few moments to just land and arrive in your body. I have one more breath here. Open your mouth and let it go. Wherever you're coming from, take your time and make your way to knees to chest. And give knees a good hug in. And a little rock side to side. So this is your hands-free flow for the week. I was informed after last week's hands-free flow that I should simmer down a little bit. Maybe those were the exact words. Um, but I don't think it's going to happen, you guys. I don't think it's going to happen. One knee in each hand. You can take a little uh, spin of leg bones. Um, I mean, it will be no, no hands. We won't do any arm balancing. Um, I'm not sure how simmered it's going to be. It's going to be simmered up. It won't be boiling. We'll just, we'll just simmer. Go both directions, clockwise, counterclockwise, with each leg. One more round through. And at center, take your arms out like cactus or wings. Knee side to side in belly twisting pose. Then make your way back to center. We're going to take feet to the mat, walk the feet out wide, and windshield wiper twists. Same. General movement, a release for the hip flexors and quads. The further you take your feet apart, the more that you're going to get. Take the knees over to the right. Leave them. Roll onto your right shoulder. Come to your forearms in deer pose. If forearms doesn't work for you, you could come up to your hands. Draw your heart forward like it was sphinx pose. Breathe here for three. Two. 
one more round of breath. Unwind this, come to your back and pause at center. Make sure everything's really well aligned before you go knees to the left. Roll onto the left shoulder, come up to forearms, or you could press all the way up to your hands if that's better for you. Again, you're going to draw your heart forward. I like Sphinx pose. Exhale completely. When you inhale, we'll tuck and roll back to center. Even everything up. And then walking your feet together. Going to roll onto your right side. Stack left hip on top of right. Stack left shoulder on top of right. We got book opening twist. So you can take the left shoulder blade toward the back. Maybe onto it, maybe not. And then close the book again. Left shoulder stacks over right. And really do think of this as the shoulder moving rather than the arm. Just let the arm be something that's attached to the shoulder. Right? This idea of the shoulder itself moving, it's, it's really the, the shoulder blade, the torso opening. Full range of motion there. Two more. Opening up, stay. And now just keep your hips as stacked as they can be. The upper body as open as it can be. Press the left knee toward sidewall. Press the left shoulder blade toward the mat. Get breath in. Breath out. Slow unwinding of that. Come on back to center and just Pause, bring hands to center line. Let everything even out. You got breath in and breath out. Before you come over onto the other side, roll into your left side, stack your right shoulder over the left, stack right hip over the left. And then opening up again, moving from right shoulder blade into open twist and then back again. Feel it out with your breath. Move the shoulder before you move the arm. So think about the shoulder joint itself staying still and your rib cage doing the rotation. Two more move from the rib cage, the shoulder blade. Pause, breathe. Staying in the twist. As you do, press your right knee towards sidewall, press the right shoulder blade toward the mat. 
lot of active work there. Stay with it, breathe. Come on back into your center line. Rearrange so that you do feel well aligned down the center of your mat. Across the right ankle to the outside of the left knee. Use the left leg to press the right shin in toward you. Undo that. Left foot back to the floor. Right foot to the floor. Left over right. And then use the right leg to pull the left shin in toward you. Inhale, undo it, feet to the floor. The exhale is cross right leg and use the left leg, pull it in. The inhale, undo it. Exhale, Oops. do it again on the other side. Your breathing in is back to feet on the floor. And your breathing out is creating that no hands, recline pigeon. Real steady, rhythmic order of operations there. With a marching effect to it. Last time through, so you've got right and left in this marching style. And you're going to pick up your feet, bring your legs back to the kind of positioning we use for belly twisting pose. And I'm going to bring actually hands to knees and do those spins. So you get one knee going in each direction, stirring the hips. Then once you got that going, these little figure eights, take the hands away. Let the knees go in bigger circles, the thigh bones go in bigger circles. Trace the outer edges. If there's any little rough spots, you, know, just, you be judicious. If it's real painful, then definitely don't do it. If it feels like it's good movement that's mobilizing something, then uh, stay with it. Next time around, you're going to cross right ankle over left. Use the left leg, pull the right leg toward you. Then undo it, make the circles out, and left ankle over right. Move back and forth a few times with this. If you're new to it, you'll, you'll figure out which way the circle works best for the cross. Just give yourself a few moments to acclimate. Get the biggest circles you can. Just so as structured as that kind of marching version was, this is totally amorphous, totally amoebic. Really good. Last set, you do right and left. Undo it, bring soles of the feet back to the floor. Knees together, constructive rest. Let your hands rest on your rib cage. Have a breath. And let it go. 
I'm going to take feet about hip distance apart, point them straight ahead. You're going to curl up and reach for your front wall. And just as much of your shoulder blades off the floor as they go. Then on your inhale, extend your right leg out, hover it above the mat. Exhale, draw it up uh, so that you're par or perpendicular to the floor. Lower it down, hover above the mat. And then step the foot in. Inhale, left leg out. Exhale, take it vertical. As you breathe in, press it down like you're meeting resistance. And then exhale, foot down. And go ahead and roll down. Take a moment on the floor. Breathe in. Breathe out. And exhale completely. Breath in. And curl up with your exhale. Reach for your front wall. Inhale, left leg extends out, hovers above the floor. Exhale, drawing that up to vertical. Inhale, legs coming down, hovering above the mat. And then foot to the mat. Exhale. Inhale, right leg extends out. Shoulder blades up, really reach for the front wall. Then leg up. Leg down. Foot in. Knees together, constructive rest. And breath in. And breath out. Next breath in, take both legs up straight. Exhale, you're going to curl up, reach for your front wall. Inhale, right leg down. Exhale, draw the right leg up. Inhale, left leg down. And exhale, draw the left leg up. So you inhale, release down slowly. Hug your knees into your chest. Breathe out. Tight hug in, then inhale, extend the legs up, straight. Exhale, reach up, curl up, high as you go. Inhale, left legs going down straight, hovering above the mat. Exhale, the legs coming up. Inhale, right leg down, hovering above the mat. Exhale, bring it up. Inhale, release down. Knees toward your chest. Exhale, pull them in tight. Good work. Breath in. As you breathe out, we're going to go nose to knees, knees to nose, up to seated. So you get to seated. Let your eyes fall gently closed and just trace the path of your body from your feet on the floor. Right? So probably the edge of the feet, maybe the tops of the feet. Some part of your foot is touching the floor. You got leg bones. Knees, thigh bones, hips, spine, rib cage, collarbones, shoulder blades, upper arm bones, forearm bones, hands. You've got breath moving in and out. Your throat your jaw, your face, the back of your head, your brain, and breath in, 
as you breathe out, you're just going to nod your chin in toward your, notching your collarbones. Sort of trying to point the nose like straight down toward the sternum. Let your head move gently side to side. your right ear towards your right shoulder. Stay there. Lift the center of your chest. Almost like imagine trying to balance something on your sternum. You're holding it up. Head's real heavy. Opposite arm can reach away. Reach down through your fingertips. Maybe they uh, touch the mat. Maybe, maybe they don't. I don't know what it's like, but if your fingertips can touch down, touch down, you, you ground them, you plant them. Your fingertips can't touch down. You just, you imagine, you, know, you send energy out through them like this, like some special effects where there's lightning things coming out of your fingers to the floor. I don't know. seems like some 80s movie, maybe Ghostbusters. I don't know. Come on back to center and chin in towards your chest. Pause. Breathe. And yes, every time I reach through my fingertips in yoga, I think of lightning bolts coming out of them. So just like, if that's too much for you, you can, you can leave now. I'll refund the class. Head to the other side. Breathe here. Like you got to have fun. You got to make your fun in this world. So reach down through your fingertips here if you want uh, to take the arm out to the side. If you're going to take it to the side, you might as well just activate the, the reaching of the arm. You know, I mean, some teachers talk about like growing roots into the ground. Like you can grow roots. Your tree can grow roots. Or you can have like Ghostbusters hands. It's fine. Maybe thinking of Peter Gabriel's Exposure album. I think it's Peter Gabriel 2. You might have to go look at that album cover. That's for Maureen, that little side nugget there. So we'll now be... Peter Gabriel, two stretch. <laughs> on your exhale, come on back to center, chin to chest, have a breath. And take your fingertips to the back of your head. And so, uh, well, you know, first we're going to do, draw your abdominals in, draw your sternum up towards your face, and then just let your hands put a little weight on your head. Nothing uncomfortable, just, just let there be a little extra weight. You could even drop your elbows toward the floor or even imagine hugging from uh, the elbows inward like you're holding a block between your elbows here. They can broaden the upper back. They can get into some spots. If you have those spots, you're feeling If you don't, you know, then, well, clearly you're a better person than I am. Breath in. When you breathe out, press your head into your hands really strongly to stack your head back at the top of your spine. Let the arms then reach up. If up is not good for your shoulders, right, go, uh, go wide. We're going to go uh, sitting bones down and then from your sitting bones to your fingers, reach long, squeeze muscle to bone in the arms. We're going to take the arms out to the sides, kind of like warrior two, reach outward, palms down. Then uh, we're going to drop... Fingertips down toward the floor. Bring fingers and thumb together in bird beaks. And just pull that bird beak in toward you. 
Anybody have forearm stretch going on here? Everybody? Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. This is a sign we all use our phones too much. <laughs> Bring your hands back out. Flip the palms up toward the ceiling. And then you're going to turn the fingertips down here and press out through the heel of your palms. It's weird stuff you only do if you go to yoga class. Uh, press out through the heel of the palm. That's uh, the side of the palm or the, the base of the palm near the wrist. Okay, so one more breath here. Pull the fingertips toward the floor. They're going to reorient it. Go stop sign hands out to the sides like you're pressing the walls away. This is mime training right here. You're in a box. You're pressing on it. Breath in, and then breath out. Let the arms come down slowly. Hands rest on your legs. Anywhere you want them is good. Take a few shoulder shrugs, just moving things around. Oh, it's getting busy at the Hoshino house. Is this why you're here? <laughs> cool. This is cool. There, there are a lot of people in that screen. Two more rounds. Big shoulder shrugs. Really good. Let your shoulder blades slide down your back. Pause here. Lift up to the back of your skull. So just think brain up. Brain up and heart up happening together. Feel the length and strength of your body when you do that. Keep that really strong. You're going to hinge forward. I'm not going to take any hands to this. You're just going to hinge forward as far as you go. Great. And then you're going to cat and cow from here. So you're going to round. And then arch. A couple more of those. So you've got hands on your shins, hands on your knees, wherever you're comfortable there. A little cat cow around. Arch. One more time. There's a lot of core that's involved in this one. In case you wondered if that was going on, it is going on. Back to neutral. And come up to seated. We're going to flip the, uh, the legs, however you have them crossed. Cross the other one in front. Really similar. We're going to lift up. And do the same thing here where for sure we're drawing core body in. But think brain up, heart up. So that elevation that you get there, there's a lengthening out of the psoas muscle as we pull up through the rib cage and up through the top of the head. You're going to hinge forward. And now uh, at this time, we're going to go side side. So side side rib cage. And if you prefer, you want to go a little around in circles. You can do those uh, rotations, the stirring effect here. Oh, you're a champ. <laughs> He's practicing being undisturbed. <laughs> You're taking the rib cage in rotation. You just go clockwise, counterclockwise. That feels good. Come back to a lengthened upper body and then up to seated and just pause. Feel what you feel. Breathe in. Breathe in fully. And breathe out. I'm going to bring soles of the feet together, so bringing it to Bhattakanasana. And uh, this is so well-loved these days. We're just going to do it again. Thumbs to the arch of the foot, 
and just bring the thumbs down the arch. So you're going to start on just yeah, it's a foot massage for sure, but you're just going to start near the heel, press firmly, go all the way down to the ball, the big toe there. And then you can come back to the heel and just do like just a little bit further in, a little bit further in toward the center of the foot. And same idea. And just keep going down like that. Just like each little movement in. If you find that you've got some little spots in the foot that could use attention, what you'll do is you'll just press the thumb into that spot. Stay, breathe a little bit around it. So this is the... Uh, MFR coming to work for the feet, but just activating the soles of the feet and particularly activating the arches of the feet. Also, the skin of the feet warm and the, the plantar fascia, some attention. You can move from uh, once you, you once you've made yourself happy there, and. Uh, Continue with that as long as you need to. Uh, you're going to move from the ball of big toe to the ball of baby toe. And so you're moving the thumbs from the inside of the foot toward the outside of the foot. You can still do those stripes. You can also work really nicely here to do uh, little, little presses of the thumbs. I'm just going to tell you all my series. I think of these as polka dots. So you just kind of like make polka dots with your thumbs down the ball of the foot. One day we're gonna do a whole class where I just tell you everything that's inside my head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that will be a free class. <laughs> but make polka dots on your feet, guys. <laughs> it's bad enough that I'm having you massage your feet. <laughs> I hope you guys get benefit from this because it's so good for us, and, uh, you know. But once you get enough on the ball of the foot, you take your fingers through the toes, and then the fingers are going to press down to the webbing of the toes. You're going to kind of curl your toes into the fingers, just like you're holding the fingers there with your toes. So there's an action of curling in, and then release. Do that a few times. And if any of you have ever had plantar fasciitis and been given a stretching program for it, you'll, you'll recognize all these things. These are all the things you do to uh, kind of work with that. And so why not do it before you have any of that inflammation? Yeah. Good. So this is like if you get those um, towel drills where they say curl a towel with your toes, we're doing the same action with this. Slowly release the uh, fingers from toes and bring knees together and wrap the arms around the legs. Round back, tuck your chin in, let your head drop, and you're going to kind of hang off of your legs. So you're just letting the arms be there to support the weight of the rib cage moving back. Fan your feet into the mat, fan your toes out, press the feet down, and then lift and lengthen. So go the opposite way. So you get, imagine kind of pulling the mat back with your feet, spread the toes, use the pads of the toes, pull up, get a little boat action so that your, uh, your spine is drawing in, heart's drawing up, the feet are pulling the floor. You're now using the arms to pull your chest forward and heart up. Breath in, 
and breath out. Keep that uplift. We're going to take the right arm back behind into a twist. Left arm's coming across. And this is where your leg presses out into your arm. It doesn't have to, but if, uh, if we're doing it properly, it does. It presses outward. Arm presses leg. Leg presses arm. That action gives you activation in the twist. Get breath in. Breath out. Then undo it. Come on back to center. Sit tall again. You're going to use your feet to kind of pull into the mat. Toes are spread wide. It's not the toes that are pulling. It's the, the, the tripod of the foot. Then we'll go to the other side. So right arm over left leg. And immediately the arm's going to press the leg in. It'll move a centimeter or an inch, whatever. You press the leg back out and breathe. Inhale, unwind. Come on back to center. Cross your feet at the ankles. We're going to come around to child's pose. So, come around to child's pose and extended child's pose if that works for your arms. If it doesn't, arms by the sides for sure. And you can choose whether to kind of take the knees wide apart and drop chest through or lay the body over the legs with the knees close together. If you can get that reach through the arms, do. Breathe in. As you breathe out, we're going to walk the arms over to the right. So moving into a side bend. One more round of breath here. And walk your way back to center. Arms can be fully extended. Arms can be bent. Next, exhale, walk over to the left. If you're not taking the arms out in front, you could definitely do this with the spine independent of the arms. It works. The arms adds a little bit of uh, intensity through the ribcage area. Salt to taste. Inhale, come on back to you, center. And come up the hands and knees or forearms and knees. So if your wrists uh, need you to take a little break, go on to forearms. Um, if it's more of a shoulders need a little break, you're probably better off on your hands. Uh, cat and cow rounding and arching.
around here. Then you're going to bring it into a neutral spine, flat back, really strongly held. So you're thinking of this like a plank. We are not going to do a plank. Fridays are no planks. But you're going to imagine your body in that plank setup right? and, and sustaining as much structure right? like a plank as you can. We're going to extend the right leg back behind, bend the knee, and then some hip circles here. And if you're on your hands and it becomes too much for your wrists, Forearms is great, uh, but if you were on your forearms and it became too much for your shoulders, you go to your hands. It all becomes too much when it's child's pose. One more round here. Bring it back to the center, all fours, and left leg back behind, bend the knee, and circle, so here at the hip. around here. Bring that back to center. And child pose, I'm gonna sit all the way back. Nice work, breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Work a little flow here. First thing you do is just uh, get a rhythm going. We're gonna inhale from child's pose up to hands and knees, and then exhale back to child's pose. That's gonna be the basic thing. But then we're adding on, inhale up to hands and knees, step the right foot forward, you'll be in a low lunge. Exhale, step the leg back, sit to child's pose. Then inhale, coming up hands and knees, left foot stepping forward. Pick up the foot, come back to child's pose. And you're just trying to get a little lighter, a little more uh, graceful with this as we do it. Be the idea. And that comes from body awareness. You can press into the things that are not moving. That's going to help you lift the thing that needs to move. So in this case, the, the leg that's staying still and the hands press the floor to allow you this stepping forward and back. Two more rounds of this. Side note, if this is tough on your knees, you can always use a blanket underneath. Ah, there's a lot of knee work here. Next time you step your right foot forward, we're gonna stay. Gonna stay. I'm going to take a twist, right hand to right thigh, rotate. You could come down to your left forearm on the floor if you like that. 
You could put a block underneath the forearm or the hand over there. Any way, shape, or form, you got it. I'm going to breathe for three. Bring your hands down inside the front foot. We're going to shift back, half monkey god. Press the back foot down, press the front heel down. Really work the floor. Breathe here. Inhale, rock forward, low lunge. We're going to walk the hands over to the diagonal. And again, you can come down to forearms here. You, when you're down on forearms, keep the left arm on the floor and the right hand can reach forward. If that's not a thing for you and you stand your hands, great. Breathe here. Inhale, walk your hands back in. We're going to take the right knee back in line with the left. You're in hands and knees. Then you're going to bow, pull left elbow up toward the ceiling. Open your chest to the left. And then left arm's going to come down and through into a thread to needle twist. You'll be facing the right. We are not doing the open and close thing. Your neighbor may just have made up his own idea. That's fine. Turning the chest, breathe here, one more. Unwind, come on back to center, hands and knees, and sit back, hips to heels. Breathe. Then you'll go right side. So you've just got a few of these. We're going to a lot of mobility in this. 
ideally we're starting to track the foot not too far out to the side. We'll just call it that. We won't say you have to do it straight ahead. Uh, but trying to move the foot, the leg, straight forward and straight back. Which is the interesting thing. It actually takes more mobility to do that than it does to take the foot out to the side. Uh, that's a story for another time. Next time you get to the left side, you're just going to stay there. And, uh, take a twist. So you have right hand down or right forearm down. And rotate, turn the chest, breathe. You have to stop every once in a while and do a yoga pose or else this will become a primal movement class. And if you've ever been to a primal movement class, you're so sore the next day. It's ridiculous. All you do is crawl. Like, just like a baby learns to crawl. I don't know if you've, have you tried it? Like, you start, like, army crawling, and you're like, just don't understand. <laughs> and why come back to center, and then you shift back to half monkey. You start to learn that we walk as humans because it's more efficient than crawling. Uh, so... Like looking at a baby, they're just like working so hard. If you want a good workout, those things will do it. Dig your front heel and press your back foot down. Get more out of this for you. Breathe in and breathe out. Back to the low lunge, hands inside. And walk the hands over to the right. You come down to right forearm and then reach the left arm forward. This is another one of those, it looks like interpretive dance class. We should put on some really weird music and like crawl across the floor doing this. And yeah, we'd probably all feel better. I mean, there may come a point this year at which we need to have that class, and I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> Inhale, come back up to your hands, back to hands and knees. So what we're going to do is we're going to bow pull the right elbow up toward the ceiling, coming into an open twist of preparation, and then thread the needle pose. Come down and through and stay. Unless you need to do something else.
Inhale. Unwind. Come on back to center. We'll sit back to child's pose. Breath in. Breath out. Next, inhale. Now press into your shins. Come up to stand on your shins. Press the top of your feet down. Hands to your sacrum. Elbows pressed together. We've got camp. If this is not an okay position for you and your body or anyway, like feel free to come out of it. Otherwise, you can work on squeezing the shoulder blades together. Keep the back of your neck long, front of your neck soft. Breath in. Breath out. One more breath in. Go long through your spine, whole spine from tailbone to head. When you exhale, abdominals come in to bring you upright. We're going to sit back to the heels. Sit back into them. Have a breath. And let it go. Next inhale up again. We're going to take a twisting camel. So this is going to be right shoulder coming up toward your ear. Shoulder blade moving toward your backs, turning you, turning you, turning you, turning you. You could have hand now to your hip. You could have hand to your heel. Left hand can stay at the hip. Or left arm can reach up. Breathe here for three. Inhale, lift your heart up. When you exhale, abdominals bring you back to center. Just think abdominals pulling everything back to center. Good. Then we're going to take the other side. Left shoulder blade up. Back and down. Could be hand to hip. Could be hand to heel. Right hand could stay at hip up in front, or right hand can go up overhead. But pay attention to your low back to know whether to extend your arm. If the low back has a lot of pressure, bring the arm down. Because it's just weight up there. Press your feet down. Breathe here. One more inhale. When you exhale, let your abdominals do the work of pulling you back into center. Good. Really nice. I'm going to go hands to the mat, cross your feet at the ankles. Come around onto your back for bridge. You're going to lie down. I'm going to stay off the microphone uh, so that I can stay on the microphone. But you're going to lie down. You're going to press your feet down, press your arm bones down. Come on up into the full expression of bridge you got right now. Good. Yeah, that was a good time to go get a snack. I saw that. Excellent choice. Breath in. Breath out. One more breath in. And then slow release all the way down. Pause, breathe, good. One more, bridge. If you, uh, if you have some other backbend of your choice that you'd like to go for, go for. I, it's the backbend that shall not be named because it's a hands-free class, but I won't stop you. Breathe in and breathe out. 
One more full breath in. And slowly make your way down. And Supta Baddha soles of your feet together, knees out to the sides. Any props, anything you'd like for this is good. We're going to bring hands to the belly, just anywhere on your abdomen that you feel comfortable. And you're going to have long, slow breaths in which you feel the abdomen rise and fall with your breath. Just not so forceful that it's weird. Yeah, I mean, we've done enough weird stuff. But uh, do feel the resilience in your core body here, the ability to expand, to take in, and then to draw in, centering you and emptying you out. But to breathe fully, we need an abdomen that will expand. Right here, we're increasing of our, our normal expansion, kind of exercising that, that skill. We need the abdominals that can contract to help really empty out, right? And again, we're kind of emphasizing it here more than we, we need do in, in everyday life, but giving that some, some strength work, right? feeling the abdomen press out against your hands. Feeling it draw in away. A few more rounds of breath there, just like that. Bring the soles of your feet to the mat. And extend the right leg up. Catch behind the hamstring or the calf, somewhere that is just easy to catch and easy to make your shoulder blades heavy. So if you, if you climb up way far, shoulder blades will lift. There's really nothing wrong with that. It's just not what we're doing right now. So you're just going to hold wherever you can that allows you to get your knee as straight as yours will go. So you might not be pulling the leg in as much as you, you think you want to, but you're straightening out the leg. Could be helpful to put a block under your head. Could be helpful to catch a little lower toward the floor, toward the, the upper hamstring, which right now is closer to the floor. Just as much straightness in the back of the leg as you can get. Flex the foot, fan the toes out. Breathe here. And you're going to take your right hand and just slide it up the outside of the leg, just as, as far as it's going to go easily. Right wherever it hits, great. Left hand's going to come to your left hip, and you're going to take the legs out to the sides. So the right leg's going out into a straddle, left leg's coming out into butterfly. Then you just slide your right hand wherever's most appropriate on 
outside of the leg to rest your right elbow on the floor. So you have a kickstand there in your right hand, right arm. Left hand can then come to the inside of the left leg, press down, breathe there. Activate this just like the other, straighten the right leg. So the activation of the leg is going to get you way more than moving the arm. Uh, you know, you could, you could hold your foot all day long and never activate your leg. Or you could activate your leg and do whatever you need to do with your hand. Breath in. Breath out, slow release of everything back to center, both feet to the floor, pause. Breath in. Breath all the way out. Left leg up, so left leg straight up in the air, tight and straight, as much as yours will at the knee, just straighten out. Then catch hold with the hands. And just be somewhere that you can make your shoulder blades heavy. It's like, I can reach up here to my toes, and that's all great, but my shoulders are off the floor, and there's a lot of rigidity in the arms. Or I can catch down low, let the arms put some weight on the leg, and then straighten the leg against that weight. And that's really what we're doing here, is we're putting some weight on the leg, and then working the leg muscle itself to straighten against that weight. In the process, we've got... End range, stretch for the hamstrings. Breath in and breath out. Take the left hand to the outside of the leg, right hand to the hip. You're going to move the left leg out into a straddle, the right leg out into butterfly. Again, just find somewhere that your left elbow can rest. The hand provides a kickstand there. Right hand to inner thigh, and then tight and straight in the left leg. Everything back in, feet to the mat, knees together, constructive rest. Bring your hands to your center line and feel your breath move in and out. Any finishing poses that you like or directly to Shavasana is all good either way. Let yourself just have really quiet moments where you feel what you feel. Know that you're here. And be at ease with yourself.
through slow, steady breath. You're ready to move again. Start with deepening your breath. Let it move slower and with greater awareness. And so you're taking it out through your body, moving through your arms and your legs. Find your hands, your feet, fingers and toes. Wiggle and move in small ways. Make your way to your right side, and you'll take your time coming to seated. Sit any way that's comfortable for you. Let your body align itself well. Take a moment to breathe at your natural breath pace. And we'll draw hands together at heart center. Thumbs to forehead center. Really great, y'all. Thanks for being here. Namaste. Well done. Awesome. So glad you guys were here. Have a great weekend. See you soon. Oh, good. I'm glad. Yay. Super good out there. See you soon. Bye.